just went a bit right off topic, <laughs> innit? But anyway. I've seen me leave with a bar of chocolate and <laughs> pint of milk, but uh, avoid Ali Johnson. The do's and don'ts in it. <laughs> to be honest, I've, I thought this was a five minute interview. We're here 35 minutes, so. Coming up on the official Celtic FC podcast, we are joined for an exclusive interview with Greg Taylor as he helps look ahead to a busy festive period. There's right, been okay. good, bad, and ugly. There's been <laughs> some shockers in there that we've left early from, I, and that's, that says a lot for yeah. that, even early on Christmas Eve. <laughs> And the left back also talks everything from football, food, and his favourite Christmas moments. This is the official Celtic FC podcast. Hi everyone, yeah, welcome along to the official Celtic FC podcast. I'm Ryan Marr and I've got a very, very special guest alongside us. If you're watching, you'll be able to see who it is already. But if you're listening, I'm going to give you the big build-up here. Uh, it's a man that signed in the summer of 2019 from Kilmarnock and has gone on to play 147 games for Celtic so far. He scored six goals, won three league titles, two Scottish Cups, two League Cups. He's in the Premiership Team of the Year last season. He was a man that was probably always the answer when someone said he's the loudest person in the changing room. But I don't know if that's still the same because Ali Johnson's Ali here and he's uh, the head of the Gossip Girl CSC. <laughs> 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 it's none other than Greg Taylor. Greg, thanks so much for joining us, mate. Thanks very much, mate. Um, that was some <laughs> intro. I'm, uh, I'm honoured from that. So, yeah, uh, thank you very I much. I'm trying to kind of think where to actually start with that intro. Um Gossip Girl, are you still watching Gossip it? Girl, no, it's long gone. <laughs> is uh, it? What's the latest thing I've been watching? Oh, I'm um, always interested in what people are watching. What's I know, I like a Saturday night if we play the game, I'll be a Strictly. That's Do not you? bad, I Strictly with the missus, watch that. What else have I been watching? Football, if it's on the telly, of course. Try to think programmes-wise. You've you know, had a series you've been, been on? Nah, I'm always interested. Like, I'm getting an end of the thing, I'm League watching. League of Their Own, been watching a bit of League of Their Own, yeah. the new season of that, not uh -huh. bad. But um, no, nah, no TV seasons that I'm in. Crossed in at the moment. Yeah, I'm coming to end of mine, so I'm always interested. Are you watching? I'm watching. Have you ever watched Race Across the World? No. Oh, it's brilliant. So it's like there's a celebrity one that just came out, but basically they get like five groups of people, so their own pairs, and they're given a set budget, and they need to get from one location to another. So the most recent one, I think they started the one I'm watching. They start in Mexico City. Okay. And they need to get to right the bottom, Argentina, but they can't fly. And they've only got like £1,500 or something like that. That's decent. It's pretty good. That's just on BBC. I'd definitely give it a watch. And then you watch it and you're just pure desperate to Aye, go away. How you traveling. would do it. Yeah, and how you would do it and stuff. Uh, so I definitely got in that. But I suppose actually, well, we're recording this it's Thursday, so it's the last day of November. Tomorrow's going to be the first day of December. Mm -hmm. Have you started any of the Christmas films yet? I have actually. Me, uh, we put the tree up last night. Nice. So uh, the tree went up and uh, Elf was on in the background. Brilliant. Big favourite of mine. Aye, I'm a. Uh, I think Elf normally takes the top of my list for Christmas films. I like the Home Alone one and two, mm. good films. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, I think that's my favourite. Yeah, have you got any kind of favourite Christmas traditions or anything at all? Favourite Christmas traditions? Or I used to, to, when I was younger, um, I would always go to the cinema on Christmas Eve with my family. All right, okay. Me, mum, dad, wee brother would go to cinema. And then as I gradually got older and you have a partner and a missus and that stops, uh, <laughs> that gets binned. And um, so now, any traditions? Would you always watch, would you always go to see the same film in Christmas Eve? No, no, no. no, no. Just all different films. Right, there's okay. been good, bad and the ugly. There's been <laughs> some shockers in there that we've left early from, I. And that's, that says a lot for yeah. that, even early on Christmas Eve. Um, any foods or anything you look forward to the most? Any, I love a Christmas dinner, yeah. yeah. We obviously play Boxing Day this year, which is... It's it's part of the job, of course, but um, 
so Christmas dinner mind me I think we're going to do it a day early this year Christmas Eve mm-hmm. you're still recovering after the game 23rd so a wee bit of time before the, the game yeah. of Boxing Day that's a nightmare isn't it though playing the Boxing Day one it is, it is but it's, it's Part when job. everyone else is enjoying the festivals we are normally working but we'll we'll get a break at the end of it yeah yeah. Um, and another part of that intro there uh, are you still the loudest man in the changing room or is it still no John O's definitely is took it? over me aye he has <laughs> um, I'm, I'm right up there but Ali is literally doesn't stop uh, <laughs> speaking ever so uh, no Ali's taking that mantra that must be quite nice you then you get a little break from <laughs> yeah, people from slagging me <laughs> uh, yeah John will take the heat at times definitely <laughs> and I can't uh, 147 appearances I know by the way, to be honest and, and I knew that because I, I track every appearance Do I've you? always done that since I made my debut all those years ago in Kilmarnock every game Scotland Kilmarnock Celtic oh, yeah. I know so yeah I knew that was uh, the 150 milestone is uh it's on the horizon, it's hopefully. A decent record it's a good whack, actually. There, aye, definitely. Real honour to um and I said that when I first signed for the club is the it was a real honour to sign, but the hardest part was trying to make yourself a regular and over the last few seasons I've tried to play I've played regularly and yeah, I've loved every minute of it. Yeah, because I think well this season I don't think you've missed a game this season. No, I've you? not. Um I've uh, I've played a lot of football, so hopefully that can continue. Yeah. I mean what's that like though? See to constantly be going game after game, like you must, you must start to kind of feel things like you always just kind of, I don't know, I'm not saying about injuries or anything, but you just always kind of having to recover and rest, yeah, recover and rest. Exactly. Like what's, what's your kind of process like? I'm pretty thorough in my recovery in terms of day before a game. I like to do the ice bath, the hot and cold treatment. We've got brilliant staff at the club in terms of the masseurs and the physios who are mm-hmm. looking after us with all the best equipment. So. There's uh, there's no stone no stone left unturned in terms of we get all the best of stuff, so it's uh, it's up to us to use it and uh, yeah away from the pitch is just trying to sleep when you can of course like as you well know getting back the other night it yeah. was late one so yeah. the rest of um you're back late you need to get a good sleep the night the next night so yeah starting to look to prepare for St Johnson. Do you know what, that's a thing that it's only really since I kind of started working from the for the club that I started to really recognise that. Because people always talk about you play the games midweek and then you have to come back at the weekend and do the job and how difficult that can be. But the travelling aspect of it, I mean, I think I think getting to the bed about half four in the morning mm-hmm. and Wednesday Wednesday morning it would have been then. How do you find that aspect of it? Like, do you get used to it or is it still a challenge? You do get used to it. Um, it is still a challenge, of course. That's one of the hard things and one of the demands of a club this size is you are playing so many games with uh, such short turnarounds but um, it's one that we all we love there's no footballer I think if you asked in that changing room that wouldn't want to play so I'm one of the lucky ones this year that have managed to play a lot of games so I, I don't take it for granted because there's boys in there that are training yeah. every single day to try and get an opportunity so um, yeah when I get the opportunity to play I, uh, I definitely try and not take it for granted so I take it like Wednesday you would have had a day off so what's that what does that look like for you in terms of recovery when you're getting back that early time in the morning yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that went there, you yeah. there. <laughs> exactly 26 um yeah I um just try and get a long lie um just got up got a bit of breakfast and yeah just spend a day really we ended up around the house uh putting up the decorations nice. was the plan um I can't take too much credit but the <laughs> my my fiance did uh, the majority, and I sat and <laughs> applauded from the couch. But have you got anything at all like when you're coming back from those types of trips? Like, do you allow yourself the chance to have like a cheat meal or anything like that, or have you got like a kind of set thing you have with your diet at all? Um, 
I think it, especially when it's such short turnarounds with games, it's just about getting food into the body. You can allow yourself a cheat meal or a bit of chocolate here or whatever Chinese after a game because you're just fu- you just need to really refuel because um the the games are so quick and then the next day you need to start to clean it up again because you're you're trying to focus and get the right things in your body before a game. Yeah, have you got a particular thing you'd always go for? Um, I think now I would be a Chinese. Yeah. It's uh, over the years it's changed to whether it was Chinese or an Indian or a pizza or yeah, but the, at the moment it's normally a, a Chinese after a game. Hong Kong style sweet and sour chicken. Boiled rice, controversial. Mm. I know a lot of people like fried rice. I'm a boiled rice man. Who's rice? Yeah. Um, <laughs> salt and chilli chicken. And then it depends. It's either a chicken curry or salt and chilli chips. And we share that. That's, that's a, not that's just a, a, It's not all for myself there, nice, by the way. That's, that's a decent, lot of food. That's a decent order, that. That's normally shared with either <laughs> my fiancé or others. So, yeah, that's a, it's a good whack. So is that pretty much after every match, would you say? Or? No, 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 no. Come on. We're getting a bad I'm trying to dig you in here, aren't I? No, no, no. The odd... Uh, Saturday night game. We play a lot of Sundays, so getting a Chinese on a Sunday night, you can do that, but it doesn't feel quite yeah. as normal. So, um, yeah, I, I do allow myself a cheat meal here and there, but it's not every game. Yeah, I mean, do you see when you're away in trips and stuff, particularly like pre seasons, you're away for quite a few weeks, do you ever get kind of cravings for stuff like Aye, that? Aye, chocolate. Like, is chocolate, it? Chocolate, definitely. What would um, be your thing? Dairy milk, just dairy milk, yeah. or dairy milk. So, see if you were to go in, like, talk say, you go in a corner shop, you can get like one chocolate, one bag of crisps, and one juice, what would That's you get? That's a good question. Right, so, I'm a bit strange. So, dairy milk would be just classic dairy just milk normal. or dairy milk Oreo, but like with mm. chocolate, I like a glass of milk, so... I know, Ooh. but then Chris no, and milk's a bit questionable, but you know not, what I mean? You're not buying a carton of milk at the corner, I would if it, was, if it was chocolate, I just, I, I've seen me leave with a bar of chocolate and <laughs> pint of milk, but uh, so no, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll for the milk. question, for, no, not if I'm walking the streets, uh, but I, I'm now 26 year old man, I don't think I'm walking around the streets uh, wherever I live, I'm not saying. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, right, we'll go for the purpose of the question, we'll go dairy milk, Oreo, uh-huh. big bar, the juice would be Coke Zero. I like a Coke Zero. That would be my choice. Okay. And a bag of crisps. It's a tough one. <sighs> Drum roll. Um, <laughs> I think I would go for Chili Heat Wave Doritos. That's what, my choice. That's, that's always a big question with Doritos. It's like, what's the best? Aye, as well, I'm Chili Heat Wave. Mm. I, that, do you know what I like? There's like a Thai green or Thai something. Um, McCoy before. Oh, aye, yeah. The, the green packet. Aye, yeah. lovely. Nice nice crisp. But I think Chili Heat Wave... Um, Hedges it. Yeah, this just went a bit right off topic, <laughs> isn't it? But anyway, it's better, it's better uh, conversation. Uh, anyway. it is. <laughs> um, I know it's a that's a tough one. Uh, I don't even know what I'd go for with that one, but that's that's a that's a decent choice as long as you're not going for the you're not walking in the street with a pint of milk. That's, All right, yeah, that's fine. We'll stick with the cold <laughs> Um How's how's it kind of been then for you this season? As you said, you've kind of played you played every single game. So have you? been enjoying your football has it been different for you at all this season are your role as a left back at all under under a new manager yeah it's been really good in terms of uh new manager come in um we were all finding our feet to start with players and staff just uh, learning new ways and eventually as the season's progressed i think we've got stronger as a as a unit and as a group of players myself included um and I'm, I'm really enjoying learning under the new manager so hopefully that can continue mm-hmm. yeah we're back in football now so mm-hmm. um when it, you've got these kind of weeks where you've played a game midweek, you then got a game at the weekend, in December especially, that's a massive month for games where it's pretty much midweek and weekend. What does it actually look like when you've got 
days in training, are you pretty much just mostly about recovery? Or do you get an opportunity to do much on the specific matches? So normally if we play a game the, the day after, if you're not off as uh, spent inside, if you've played the game, you'll just do recovery with the sports science team, whether that's on the bike, massage, foam roll, stretching, all that stuff. And then the second day you'll get back on the pitch, you'll do a wee bit. won't be as much as the boys that haven't played. They'll train fully, but we'll do a couple of strides, passing drill, small possession, just something to get the legs going again. And then at times it c you can find yourself, you're straight back into the game if it's only a two, three game lead in. But um, normally you'll have another training session before the game where you'll manage to get a full training session in and you'll do your match prep for the next game and yeah. whether we're playing or not. Do you enjoy that time though? I love, I love, I love training. To be honest, I love um, all parts of it. This part is uh, more focused on the games, just because how quick the turnarounds are. Um, so you'll normally analyze. I like to analyze every game. Um, with John Kennedy, so I'll do my clips with Kendall normally a couple of days after, and then uh, yeah, right back into the next game. So you're not really getting a chance to really do anything in terms of fitness. Is that everything that's no, done at the start of the season? Exactly. Um, the boys that haven't aren't playing at the each game will they'll get worked in training so that when the opportunity comes you're ready but also um if you're playing every game it's normally your fitness comes from pre-season and then games as uh, as any footballer knows um you get fitness from games that's where the, the their bodies through the hardest moments yeah i suppose that must be like the challenge of pre-season i suppose when you're doing like all these double sessions and i imagine it's an absolute killer when you're doing it but then this is the period of time where it all starts to pay off, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. You reap the benefits now because um, you put in that hard graft in pre-season and it's it's never enjoyable or easy at the time, but it's uh, such an important uh, stage as a footballer's career yeah. and season. Yeah. So going into this month, as I was saying, when this comes out, it's going to be the 1st of December, so I think there's a Advent eight. calendar. Oh, are you getting one? Don't know, actually. I need to ask the missus. Don't know. Oh, is it usually one that's given to you? Given to. I don't normally purchase mm. small one. That's bad. Is it a dairy milk one? That's I hope so, actually. Street. I am not a lint man of that. Uh, see if she doesn't give you one. I'll, I'll give you one. The I'll good. get you one the Thanks, next man. time I see you. But I'll need to find out first off if she's got you because you're not yeah. having two. I can't, you can't no, have, no, no. Can't no, you no, have no, two I'm an athlete. Come, Come on. on. I know, exactly. But how do you look at that December period? Because there is so many games. Like, do you... I don't know. How How do you approach it? Is it just... I know it's just kind of one game after another, but. Is it like an enjoyable period to get yeah. into? Yes, yeah, it is. I love playing over this period. Um, always remember growing up, there's lots of football on the television. You're watching it. There's games on Boxing Day and now you're the one playing in these games. So, no, it's a really exciting period um, for us as players. The the crowds are always good. The, the away fans come and they're, they're singing in their numbers. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really enjoyable period for a footballer. Yeah. Do you still watch a lot of football? Hundreds. Every Do game you? I had, there's a... It's, that's normally what's on my telly. Is it? Aye, it's constant. Because one of those, like, I know, like, y y a lot of people grow up, become a footballer, and throughout that whole period of time, you absolutely love football. Mm -hmm. But I know for some people, yeah, when it kind of becomes your job, aye. it does change, but that's not for you no, at all. No, not at all. Uh, I think um, it's, it's, I, I'm relentless with it, whether <laughs> it's just for the sake of putting something on or trying to improve. It's, uh, yeah, I love watching football. It's any game, any level. I'm, uh, I've normally got it on if it's on. Yeah, so you're the type then it would be like the start of the week looking aye, the what's whole on, week to see definitely. what's on. And Friday night, Scottish Championship game, BBC, I'll bang it on, aye, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your, what's your missus say to that though? She's okay actually, she's yeah. just used to it now, I think we've been together so long that um, she's just accepted that is what yeah. is on the telly. So you get a bit of football on a Friday night championship and then she Straight gets strictly on a Saturday. Saturday. There we you go. Know what I mean? That's a good, that's Give a good take, it? Yeah. I know actually you've, you've spoken about, uh, well, Johnson, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
Do you get married then? Getting married next year. Yeah, so exciting summer in terms of getting married and hopefully go to the Euros. So yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a busy period. Because I'm sure, I'd asked you before, might probably have been last year, about going into this December period and, you know, how challenging it is with so many games. And I'm sure your answer was something along the lines of, well, my, oh, my fiance, my girlfriend works during this time as a nurse mm-hmm. through mental hours, yeah. through all these conditions. Does that kind of put things into perspective Definitely. for you a wee bit when, you, when you've got that in your household? For sure. Um, you see how hard, and it's 12-hour shifts, and it's night shift, day shift, whatever, and, and it's an emergency. It doesn't get much more difficult than that. Um, so, yeah, you really appreciate it, and the life we have is unbelievable compared to how hard some people out there have it. Even when we go and visit the hospital and you see the sick children and all these moments, like it really putting a smile on the the kids' faces and also... Uh, just appreciating what we do and what we can do for these people. Um, and yeah. uh, it's really special this time of year. Because we were even saying just before, you know, oh, it's a nightmare having to play in Boxing Day and you've mm-hmm. got a game the 23rd. Exactly. But I, imagine, I don't know what your, your fiancé schedule will be like, but are you having to kind of work that around each other if, she, if she's having to work over Christmas as well? Yeah, she's actually um, getting Christmas Day off this year and we're in a hotel. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she's um, she's worked many Christmases yeah. as. Um, I'm sure lots of people out there, so I'm not trying to play yeah. paint the sob story on, but it's uh, it is difficult. Yeah. So what will your Christmas day look like then? So as I said, I think I'm gonna do Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve this mm-hmm. year, just because it's a few days before the game and you're normally if you you've just played and I touched on you can normally just fuel the body, it doesn't really matter what's going in in terms of food wise. Um so yeah, I'll do that Christmas Eve and then I think Christmas Day will be pretty chilled, just morning up, bit of breakfast, few presents and then uh I might go down, pop down the road, see my parents, even though I will see them on Christmas Eve, and then uh, head up to training, and we, we go to a hotel for uh, playing Dundee and yeah, Boxing Day. Yeah, Dundee, fun, the, the enjoyment of it all. Exactly. Um, have you sorted your Christmas presents? I have. We're uh, very Where fortunate we? in terms of uh, Laith. Shout out for Laith, he deserves yeah. that. Um, one of the player liaisons is sorted for uh, some of the retailers and brands to come into the, the training ground on Friday, and... We can uh, there's a few stalls out, so we can do a Superb. bit there. That's it's really good, to be honest. So um, shout out Leith, and um, <laughs> you'll love that. Love that. He deserves it. What a man! <laughs> and uh, about prior to that, I had done a wee bit. I'd start to get organised the last couple of weeks. So not all done, but yeah, on its way. Brilliant. That's you? good. Um, do you know what? This is this is terrible, right? Do you know what? It's actually not my fault though. So I've got an older sister, okay, and she basically just sorts everything. But it's to the point that I don't even get a say in it anymore. So it's just like she'll just say, "Oh, by the way, I've send got me this." And, yeah, I've got mum and dad stuff. You owe me this much money, and I'm at the point now. I'm actually I'm going to say this directly to her. I actually want to get a bit more involved. Okay, you know, like I want. You're going to gonna regret that. I know. I will. Yeah. I don't think she'll let me have a say though <laughs> in it at all. So I actually do want to get a bit more involved. Um. So she, yeah, she's sorted everything. I need to sort a few bits for for my sister. But I kind of there, but I don't know. See, part of me kind of enjoys, I know you probably don't get the experience at all, but like the last minute of Same like going, actually. It, do you? Aye. going up Buchanan Street the last minute. I need to bang a hat on so that it's not <laughs> getting pulled from pillar to post. But uh, yeah, I quite enjoy that as well. And the lights is on. And I know. There's a good feeling it. I know. Yeah, I quite like that as well. I know. It's kind of already got that feel. See how cold it is this week yeah, now. It's just completely dipped. But it's in a weird way, it's horrible, but it's kind of a nice yeah, feeling. You feel you Christmas is around the corner. Yeah, like I know. go bubbly on in the car and <laughs> in it. Is that your, what's your, have you got a favourite Christmas song? Favourite Christmas song? Hmm. Quite like Wham, last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Good tune. But mm-hmm. I like Bubbly's album. 
Christmas. I like all Christmas music actually. I'm a big uh, big fan of the festive period. Yeah, Bubbly's good. I'm stepping to Christmas for me, Elton John. Good tune. That's a big belter. tune. Mistletoe, Justin Bieber. Oh, Another good song. Mm, that is a good one. Underrated. Anytime that song Stepping to Christmas comes on, it's just like Aye. just you're bouncing after that. It's brilliant. Uh, that's a uh, lots to look forward to with that. Um this weekend actually then, so St Johnson on Sunday. Um do you do anything then specifically when you're in training, kind of leading up to the match, specifically about St Johnson's threats, or do you kind of in these periods where you've got so many games, is it just kind of focusing more on yourself and the team? It's quite mixed in terms of you uh, You always do a match prep the day before, which we'll touch on the strengths and weaknesses of all opponents. But we're a team that we um, we predominantly try and focus on what we can bring to the game. Mm. We're, uh, we're in a lucky position. We dominate most of the ball against most teams. So it's about trying to unlock whether it's a deep block, someone high pressing. Um, it's just, a, and again, taking the opportunities when they come. So, yeah, the whole training week is geared normally to whatever the game is. Yeah, and the next game after that, Hibs, isn't it? And the, the Wednesday at home. And that was a game we dropped points in at Easter mm-hmm. Road. What what did you kind of make of them when, when we played against Hibs the last time? I actually thought it was a really good game in terms of the way Hibs played. They were, um, they've were they got a clear philosophy. They want to try and play out from the back, but there was also times that we had quite a high press and they tried to, whether it was clipping it out to a fullback or into the strikers. And yeah, and to be honest, their build-up caused us a few issues and it was a, it was a game that, again, I feel off the back of a European game, we probably didn't start as well as we'd have liked in the game. And then second half, later stages, we uh, we had all the impetus to win it and probably could have and should have. But um, yeah, difficult opponent. So uh, we'll focus predominantly on St. Johnston. But of course you've got, you know, that's around the corner. stop isn't yeah. it? I know. Um, I suppose, Greg, see for your, yourself, I was looking in before we are doing this interview just about, you know, you've been here for, well, since 2019. Mm-hmm. So this is now your... Fourth se- season, fifth season, fifth season now, and I think out of all the players that have actually signed for the club, so taking away like Calm and James and stuff like that, you're the longest serving mm-hmm. here. Is it? Do you feel that at all? Do you feel like you've you've been here for that length of time? Like, do you feel like one of the main? That's oh. my phone there. Oh, that's, oh, that's is that fine? Hi, <laughs> it could be. Sorry, nah, we won't find you out about that. Um, do you feel like you're kind of one of the the mainstays in the team? Now, like you've always been kind of one of the loudest voices, but do you feel that that kind of? I don't know in terms of mainstay, that's about selection. Yeah, um, I've been yeah. lucky that I, um, I've i played a lot of football for the club and that's been the same this season. But yeah, in terms of the length of time, I, I've been here a long time and it's, uh, it's a real honour to pay for the club this size. I'm, um, I'm very grateful to the opportunity I've been given and uh, long may it continue. Yeah, and when you've been at the club for quite a period of time like you have, do you feel like when new players come in, so particularly in the summer period there, and we've got a lot of new signings, do you feel that little bit more of a responsibility now as one of the players that have been here a little bit, little bit longer just to help people bed into the club? Yeah, avoid Ali Johnson. The do's <laughs> and don'ts in it. Um, no, I, I try and help everyone that signs. It's um, We've got a very multicultural change room in terms of players from all around the world. So uh, it can be difficult, especially when the boys sign and then their English isn't amazing. But... One thing I'll give massive credit to everybody that's signed this season is they've made a real effort in terms of trying to learn the language and they um they really are engrossed and, and made became big parts of the changing room. Do you pick up any of the other bits of languages at all? I did a wee bit, Kyogo early doors so uh, got my wee bit Genkadeska, I think was <laughs> how are you? Um and a few like just the basic Arigato, etc. But apart from that, there's very limited Japanese. Were you whipping so it out when we're back in Japan me. in the No, summer? no, no, I wasn't. I <laughs> wasn't confident enough. <laughs> 
how is that? Because I think, you know, football dressing rooms, sports dressing rooms in general, they probably are like the most multicultural workplaces mm-hmm. that you'll find because there's not really many other places in the world where you'll have a group of 25, 30 people and quite a lot of people maybe don't speak the language, come from different backgrounds as well. Is it is it challenging? Is it enjoyable? Like, What's it like to have so many different kind of backgrounds and languages going on in one dressing room? I think it's amazing because you've all got that one common goal and it's to be successful. Um, we're really fortunate. We've got good senior players that lead by example and the boys that come in can follow that whether they don't speak the language, they see the standards that are getting set. And then, uh, yeah, it's, um, we're, we're really fortunate in terms of you're getting to find out about different places around yeah. the world that you would never probably have known about um, or uh, certainly the finer details. And we were fortunate enough last year we got to go to Australia, which was an amazing trip. Yeah, because I remember speaking to Matt before about his music tastes and he mm-hmm. was saying that that's one thing that Jota rubbed yeah. off on him was all the, the kind of Portuguese and Spanish uh, music. Is there anything like that that you've picked off of <laughs> anybody else? I love else? Like, Japanese music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, do you? Uh, no, I don't love the Japanese music. Um, there's been a few songs that went on, and it's uh, <laughs> not for me. Uh, any, like, foods or anything? or any? any yeah, actually, to be honest, mm-hmm. the the, um, the Japanese rice that we had, and yeah. obviously in Japan, um, the we, uh, I think it's sticky rice. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, the chefs have it here now, and you can actually see there's quite a lot of boys that aren't Japanese having it. It's uh, pretty tasty. Because even when going away and like the the trips and you've got all the food laid out, there's a wee kind of like Japanese bit, yeah. isn't there? All the kind of the sticky yeah, rice. Yeah, exactly. You having the sticky rice over the house rice? Uh, I, it's, I, it's quite similar it in is, terms of boiled it? rice yeah, and sticky yeah. rice. I think it's it's almost the same thing to be honest. <laughs> um, so no, it was uh, right up my street there. Yeah. There's a few other things that the boys have, um, but nah, not for me. I've tried it. Because when we were in Japan, we had like we all went out for one kind of big massive yeah. team meal. It was like a seven course mm-hmm. tasting thing. And I was watching a few of the boys eating. There was a few questionable dishes. Let's there be was fair. A, I tried all, but there was a few. There was there one in particular you I, remember? There was a f- like there was one that was rice with bits of fish in it. Yeah, that was not for me. Yeah, there was like a kind of was like a kind of like fishy soup or something. I like that as well. was thinking. I wasn't too sure about. There was like a steak which was amazing. Lovely, unbelievable. That was really and good. Some of the sushi, like in sashimi, was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. It was quite actually fun though, because I was kind of sitting quite far back watching everybody and she just watching the everybody's different faces. Face. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't name names, but uh, David Turnbull. Oh, watching him. I was. I actually, I won't show the footage, but I've got videos <laughs> of Dave eating it and it was hilarious. Oh, I need to see that. After this. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, see, when you kind of look back though on your your time so far, so fifth season. There's been so many amazing memories, so many trophies so far, um, a few goals mm-hmm. as well. Is there anything you kind of look back on, you know, if some if you're to get asked about what your kind of favourite memories have been so far? Is there any anything in particular that stands so far? Out. Yeah, I think maybe winning the league the second year for me because and, I, just, first year. and just first year um, was we we came from behind. There was a lot of people off the back of obviously not winning the league before the season before. Uh, doubting us, we um we fell behind and we pretty much from about I, I obviously got uh, surgery with my shoulder so I missed a right chunk and when I came back I think we were six or seven points behind and to um just motor on right to the end and real good group, real clear philosophy and how we wanted to play and it was just uh it was it was a really really uh, special season, uh and being like our first uh, as as a group. It yeah. was really that was yeah. that was probably one of the highlights again, Champions League debut against Real Madrid when the music came on, standing line, everyone speaks how special it is, but 
Yeah, it was definitely a lump in the throat, standing in the line in the music come on that yeah. night. Six goals, is that right? Six goals. I don't know if that's right, actually. I need to check that. <laughs> Plus, you count on your appearances. I count the goals, goals as well, but I just there's more appearances than there is goals. <laughs> so I actually should know the goals. But I, don't. I thought that'd be the easier one to remember rather than 147 appearances. Yeah, we'll go six goals. Yeah. Uh, a favourite so far? A favourite so far, probably the winner at Tynecastle. Was oh, a, that was a good moment. Come off the amazing. bench as well to uh, score late on, and the game had been was it one each, two one, three two. It was, down, a, it was a mental game, game. Bar, wasn't it? Yeah, well? so it was exactly. So uh, yeah, there was a lot of controversy, and to get the winner at the Tynecastle and one four three was a, that was probably my favourite goal. That was such a good feeling. That was amazing. That um, was a good one. I was working in that game, and one of the things that I, I really. I've kind of got better with, but also struggle with as well. Because when you're working at the games, you're always sitting like in the press box or in the main stand. So like that game was mad as it mm-hmm. was, and then you score that winner, and then particularly in the hearts because you're sitting around yeah. hearts fan and stuff. I'm constantly like sitting my hands, and I can't. That's celebrate a difficult one there. Yeah, definitely. You ever had that before when you've been like sat in a home end or something? You couldn't celebrate or? Um, nah, not off the top of my head. Nah, to be honest, it's hard. It's, Aye, it's I hard. Bet. Like t- t- Tynecastle, Ibrooks, we fortunately have a few wins there uh, earlier this season. Yeah, particularly the, the Kyogo's goal. Like it's everyone bizarre, thought it was like, offside. When it just goes like silent, like playing because we didn't have any of our fans yeah. in that one. It's, it's a strange feeling. It's um, it's a f- brilliant feeling. Brilliant feeling there, yeah. but uh, it's an unbelievable <laughs> feeling. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's strange. Yeah. Um, one goal so far this season as well. One goal so far this year. Need to add that. Need to add to that uh, tally. Yeah, um, you got a, you got a few last got year. A few, like three or four. Yeah, uh, last year. Um, so no, I want to add to that this year. So one so far. So hopefully change that on Sunday. Yeah, brilliant. And how you kind of and we kind of touched on it at the start in terms of how you're enjoying this season so far. But how you feeling as a group at this moment in time? We're currently eight points clear at the moment. Very busy months. Very hectic months. But I always feel like with this group over the last couple of years, it's probably these months where we really kind of start to kick in our stride. Mm-hmm. Do you get that sense within the group as well? I think it's important to do that now. It's a really busy period and a key period before the winter break. We want to um, continue uh, with our good form in the league, but um, disappointing to obviously go out in Europe. was we, It was a big... Ch- uh, chance and big uh, aim for us this year to progress further so that is a real disappointment so it's up to us to put it right in the league yeah and how much do you think like the last couple of years and the success we've had treble last season double the year before that but how much does it help when you have won a league title before when you're then going into this really busy period of f- fixtures yeah it does definitely in terms of you uh, you have that experience when the, the going gets tough in these moments the big pressure moments late on and games or late on in the season it's um it's definitely good that you can recall on positive memories for uh, when that comes hopefully yeah. this season so do, do, do you actually feel that difference because people always kind of say it but yeah do, i would do, say do so you like drawing experiences when you're in tough moments and you go right okay i've done I this done before that, yeah i would say so certainly leading into games late on in the uh, seasons you know that we've been there and we've got guys that have been there so i think that definitely does help you brilliant that's great um i think last thing just to round it off on um you're doing a secret santa in here I'm not doing a Secret Santa that no, I know of, nah. no, unless you want to organise it, I've, uh, there's no Secret Santa uh, oh, taking hoping, place, sorry you were hoping for it yesterday, I've killed I was, that question. Yeah, you, yeah I, was, I was building up to something. To be there, honest, I've, I thought this was a five minute interview and we're here 35 minutes, so. <laughs> but we'll end it here anyway, no mate, because we're, uh, we're, we're, yeah, I've had you for plenty <laughs> enough time. Good man, Talk man. thanks mate. Cheers mate. Cheers mate. Cheers. Cheers.